0: A shepherd on the mountain it keep me safe from harm
1: Cause these woods are a danger Hey guys, welcome back to Leaving Egypt. This is episode 8. I cannot believe it. This episode is called The Power of Jesus' Name. This is where I share my stories and my thoughts about breaking free from spiritual and emotional oppression. I have named this Leaving Egypt because Egypt was a huge theme in my story um, when I left my marriage. And in the Bible, it talks about the Israelites leaving Egypt to find the Promised Land after they were enslaved by the Egyptians for centuries. And that is so much more than just a story in the Bible. It's a picture of God's heart for all of his people to find freedom from the things that chain us today. So in this episode, I wanna touch on something that I learned a few years ago that completely changed my life. I grew up believing in God. My family was a Christian family. Uh, My grandma and my mom were huge in that. They always taught me the importance of having a relationship with Jesus, and they showed me how to do that. I would go to Sunday school when I was younger, but I didn't really go to church as a teen or in high school, or after high school, much in my early adult years until I was like mid-20s. I just really had a strong relationship with God in my home and in my community and in my circle. I spent a lot of time praying and going to God for my problems and bringing stuff to Him and practicing forgiveness and all the things. I knew about Jesus. I knew about God the Father. I knew about the Holy Spirit. As they got older, I, I realized that Jesus was different because I believed that Jesus wasn't just a prophet, a somebody that came to earth and manifested God's heart and enlightenment for the generation that they were in. He is God. He is the Son of God. He is God in human form. And He changed everything for every generation People prophesied that the the Messiah would come before he even came. He was changing things even before he came. And then when he came, everything changed. God made a new covenant with his people. I forgive you. There is grace on you. You know, we didn't choose to be human, but we are. Here we are in this position. God knows that. He knows what we're up against and he's fair. He's just, and he's given us the hope of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. When Jesus left, he left us the Holy Spirit. It says, through him, you can do everything that I did through the Holy Spirit. So he's giving us the tools to be able to fight this spiritual battle that we're in. He's given us every tool necessary to do our God-given purpose on this earth to bring his kingdom of pure love forward for every person to experience To get rid of the evil that robs and steals and lies and pretends and kills. To make choices every day to be kind. And when we don't feel like being kind, choose it. Will it to agree with heaven on earth that we are loved, therefore we love. So I used to hear songs about how there's power in Jesus's name. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. You know, all those kinds of songs. And I just asked God one day, will you just show me what you mean by that? What is so powerful about your name? When do I use it? You know, I really wanted to know on a practical level. My whole life, I would have these dreams kind of recurring when I was younger of demons in my dreams and they would paralyze me and I wouldn't be able to speak. I would be mute and I really didn't know how to deal with it. But then the more I had those dreams, like I would maybe have like once or two or three a year. I would get better and better at learning to cast them out and I would start casting them out and eventually I was able to say in Jesus' name, get out, flee, and it would leave. I got good at it later. I remember reading something one time where they talked about the dreams that we have are healing our subconscious. So God is still working and he is healing in our dreams. Even if they're bad dreams, he's exposing those things to the light and he's healing it. But I did see that I would, I got stronger as time went on and I had more and more strength and more will to be able to, to cast these demons out in Jesus name. But I still didn't really think much of that. I still knew I had more to learn. And some of these things are uncomfortable to talk about. You know, I've talked to different people before, especially Christians that, you know, maybe don't believe in ghosts or spirits or witchcraft or, you know, because it's uncomfortable to think about. And it's good to stay in ignorance to most things, to be honest, because the chances of something happening are small, but you don't want to focus on the the one negative thing. You want to walk with faith and walk with those spiritual blinders, you know, to some extent. But God also does give us wisdom and he teaches us about these things. And it really is important to be able to, to talk about it because it is real. I wasn't planning on talking about this today, but I'll just bring it up. So to start off, spirits. I had never had any experiences with spirits. But one time I went to Wyoming to visit my friend, and she had been digging up a garden for her, for her backyard. And her house was on these old burial grounds that they thought that they had moved all of the graves to a different spot in town, um, but they, they didn't get everything. So these were really old from, from the westward expansion, from the pioneers that came over to the west side of the U.S., that came over to the west side of the U.S. and she ran into these remains. And archaeologists came and they were they were evaluating them and all of this stuff. And she had them before the archaeologists were able to come and and get them. And I felt information coming in to me, like I knew about who this person was and how they died and and what they died of. I knew I've, I knew how old it was. All this information was coming, and I. Like I said, this was the first time and actually only time that this happened to me, but I really know it was because God needed to teach me about it. So I started telling my friend all this information. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's this, this, and this. And we were like, whoa, that's crazy, you know? And so then the night went on and later on I went to try to go to bed and I felt these other spirits come into my room and I've just felt this extreme anxiety and it felt like they were angry it felt I felt a female one and a masculine one and they were like it's parents and it just kept escalating like the aggravation and the panic inside of me and I just was like I have to leave so I left in the middle of the night started driving and I was just praying God please get get rid of this what whatever this is please get rid of it then later, my friend called me and, and she had called a psychic friend of hers who talks to spirits and she said, oh, you have to close out. If you ever engage with a, with spirits, you have to close out. Otherwise, they get really aggravated. And so, you know, she called me and, and we closed out in like a prayer. And I called my friend, my other friend, whose grandmother, this happens to her, but she believes in God. And so the grandmother told me that anytime this happens to me, These spirits that are in this realm, and only God knows the details of all of that, like why they're in that realm or why they, whatever it is. But when they're in that realm, they're looking at us because we're bright and shiny because we have God in us. They're looking for us to help them. And they're looking down instead of looking up where God is. And so our job when that happens is not to engage, which is exactly what the Bible says. It's not safe to engage. Believing in, you know, engaging in psychic stuff and engaging in all of that. I mean, that is real as well. But that can become your source. And our source is God. That is the only safe source that there is. It's not to say those things aren't real. They are. That's why God says don't mess with it. It's for your own protection. We are not. That is way above our pay grade to understand that realm. So our job is to say you're looking the wrong way. Go look to God. In Jesus' name, look to God. And then you pray for their soul progression. I can't help you. Go the other way. And so it's setting a boundary with them. And it's protecting yourself, protecting your energies. So that was really important to learn for me. Just that if that ever happens again, this is how I deal with it. And then the next thing is, I had a dream about a witch. And she was across from me. And I obviously knew who she was. And I started singing, Hallelujah. 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 And I was like, "Oh, I'm pissing her off." And she was getting aggravated. She was getting mad, and I was like, "Oh, I'm beating her. I'm beating her through the love of God." And all of a sudden, she paralyzed me. And I was just mute. I was panicked. I was paralyzed in fear. It was awful. It was super real. And I just whispered under my breath, "Jesus." And all of a sudden, she fled, ran away, and God just wrapped me in his arms and just sat with me. It is not singing about God in those situations that fights the evil. That will strengthen our spirit. That is pleasing to God. That ushers in the miracles. Praise precedes the miracles. That is not what fights witchcraft. That is not what fights when you're in the thick of battle dealing with evil. Jesus's name is what fights that. So then I said, okay, God, I see what you're showing me. Do you have more to say on it? So he brought me to a scripture in the Bible where Paul is with his companion, and he's in one of the places that they were traveling, spreading the gospel. This woman was following them, and they knew that she was possessed by a demon. And the companion, in the translation that I have when I first read this, the companion looks at the girl and says, by the God of whom Paul serves, get out, demons. And it didn't work. Then he said, by the name of Jesus Christ, get out in the demon's fleet. It is not anything other than the name of Jesus that is potent in those moments. And to me, that's so liberating because we live in a dark world and we are bright, shiny lights that are floating in the air like fireflies. They can see us. They watch us. We are targets. So we have to know the tools that we have if you know nothing else about God, if you know Jesus's name. You have all you need for those moments and he's going to teach you the rest. When you're in danger, use his name. Just whisper or even think of it if you have to. No other name or weapon will work like his name will. It is potent. It is effective. Perfect love, which is Jesus, will drive out all darkness. I'm so grateful I know this because it's helped me in my own life and it will continue to help me. So here's another story. I was... In Nashville, going through my separation, I was going through a lot as a first-year teacher teaching Nashville Metro School. It was exhausting. I had severe anxiety. That was my first experience with anxiety. And I'm here to say, if any of you out here experience anxiety on a regular basis, I am so sorry. My heart goes out to you. It was not until this time that I realized how debilitating it is. And I remember the only thing that would help me would be deep breathing when I would start to feel that anxious, anxious feeling. But one time I was, I was in my house and something had happened with my mom where she offended me and it really hurt me and I got all worked up. There was a lot going on. My car got hit by a tree. My car had broke down multiple times, had to get multiple transmissions, which was so expensive. Then my dad drove their car all the way across the country for me to have. And then I got hit by a tree the day after he got there. I was going through my divorce, going through a stressful job. There was so much going on at that time. And my mom had said something to me that offended me and just set me over the edge. And I lost it. And I started hyperventilating And I was having a panic attack. This was my first really intense panic attack. And it was so scary. And it was escalating and escalating and escalating. And all I could do was just yell, Jesus, Jesus, in the middle of my tears, feeling like I couldn't breathe. And immediately, I dropped to the floor on my knees. The most beautiful peace I've ever felt immediately came over me. And not only that, there was a peace and an understanding that I had supernaturally where I knew my mom's heart for me. Everything was restored for me. me. I knew her love for me. And there was just peace. And I just sat there and I just thought, wow, it's your name. And that's not just because I'm a Christian. It's because it's his name. That left such an impact on me. There's so much power in saying his name over your children before they go to bed at night. In Jesus' name, all evil flee. In Jesus' name, peace. Everything in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, protection over my house. In Jesus' name, protection over my car. Protection over my property. Protection over my mind. Protection over my loved ones in Jesus' name. That's the power. That's the potency. So if you need to use it, use it. It's there for you. I'm so grateful that we have that. Because it can be a really dark and scary place. What would this world be without him and his goodness? But to have that kind of a tool, and then the goal is to clear the stuff out, clear the muck out of our lives, keep the channel clear, keep the distractions away so that we can be a really useful instrument for God. And so that we really can be potent with all the things that God created us to do because we have the spirit, the Holy Spirit inside of us. God literally said, I'm leaving you with my Holy Spirit. Everything I did, you can now do. It's so awesome. So Jesus, we all come to you. Thank you for giving us this time. Thank you for giving us this understanding. Thank you for your name and who you are, Jesus. And I just pray for courage and strength for each person listening to this today, Lord, and that you remind them in the times when they most need it, that your name is the potency and it's there to be used. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for looking out for us, guiding us and teaching us. In your name, I pray these things. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. If this resonated, go ahead and click subscribe and share it with a friend, share it with somebody who needs it. I'm also a musician, so if you want to hear my music, go to alexmaybe.com. find me on socials, look up my name wherever you get your music, and a bunch of music will be there waiting for you. Please stay in touch. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Bye.
0: And teach me how to find. He wants to rumble when we strike It sounds like thunder oh. 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 Who is the shepherd of this land? Keep it As I to shine, we'll stand along